Hello, hello, hello. Sarah here with another episode of Your Fucking Welcome. If you haven't already, definitely go back and listen to the previous episode before you listen to this one. I'm breaking down in two parts, really the most important things that I want you to know and understand when it comes to changing things in your business. That could be huge. You could be changing your business completely, or it could be just changing one teeny tiny thing. I just know that it is such a source of drama and chaos and struggle for so many people, including myself. And so again, I wanted to break down for you eight essentially of the points and the things that I wish I knew sooner and the things that I think are the most important for you to hear. And so of course, part one has the first four points. Uh, it was far too long to put into one episode. And so definitely, definitely, definitely go back and listen to that one first if you haven't. And really, I said this in the last episode, but save these episodes, like truly save these episodes because I know for sure you are going to deal with one, if not all of these things at some point in your business. And, you know, I really, in 2018, I really had a hard year. I had a hard year in 2018. There was a lot of switching gears. There was a lot of changing things up. There was a lot of uncertainty for me, like uncertainty within myself. And it feels, it feels funny to say that there was uncertainty that year, like after again, like what we've dealt with over the past year. But it was a, it was a really tough year for me personally in terms of my business. And we made money and I've been very open about this, but it wasn't a very profitable year. And I really was scared and frustrated, you know, three, 360 days of that year. And I feel as though if I had known what I'm sharing with you in these two episodes, I would have saved myself so much anguish, so much frustration. And now I'm really happy, of course, that I have the year that I did, like that it was so hard because I feel like there are so many things that were such great lessons for me. But again, if it took me a year and it could take you six months because of me sharing this stuff with you, that, that is, that is important to me, right? So again, save these episodes, keep them on hand for when you need them. Um, cause I know you will need them. I know you will need them at some point. Okay. So the next couple things that I want to say, I have like four more points that I want to break down for you here. And again, just like in the last episode, they're not really in any particular order. They're just things, random things, essentially, as it pertains to switching gears that I want to really share with you. And so one of the first ones, or the first one, I should say, is stop making declarative statements. Now, I am the queen of making declarative statements and Gretchen, my sister, has been very helpful in like, sh like really kind of pointing it out when I do it and pointing out that it's really unnecessary to do. And so what I mean by this is I have had a tendency and I know that many of you have had, had a tendency of declaring to the world, declaring online how everything is going to go for the rest of time. And here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go live for the next 60 days and I'm going to only do interviews on my podcast moving forward. And like for some of you, especially those of you who like really, you know, don't necessarily like aren't necessarily as analytical. Like I said, like I kind of have a tendency to go back and forth because I see the pros and cons and I like changing my mind from time to time. So if you're not like that, maybe this doesn't apply to you as much. But what I know is that, I mean, all of us change our mind to an extent, right? So I will see people who are like, let's just say, I, you know, haven't really been showing up. So you know what? I'm going to tell everybody that I'm going live on Facebook for the next 60 days. I'm making it a statement. And like, fine, cool. If that is going to help you feel accountable or whatever it is, great. But like also... 
what if you just commit internally to going live for the next 60 days and you do your best to go live for 60 days, but then if you miss a day here, miss a day there, it doesn't matter because you didn't promise anybody anything. You didn't, you didn't share with the world that this is your plan. You're just kind of taking it as I'm going to do this and create this momentum in my business without it having to be so strict. So, okay, these 60 days, right? So again, that's just an example because I had a client say something like that to me uh, not long ago. But the other example of it is, um, even in the, in the previous season, like back in, I guess it was 2019, uh, with the podcast, I remember saying something along the lines, I don't remember what episode it is, but I was like, I'm just going to be doing interviews moving forward. And I was trying to convince myself that like I wanted to do interviews and I, I love doing interviews and we're going to be doing them like much, much, much more often very soon. But I didn't have to say that. I didn't have to put myself into a box. I didn't have to say we're never doing solo shows again and then create all this pressure and stress for myself. Whereas I can kind of just go with the flow and do what I want when I want. And I don't have to say it's going to be this particular way until the end of time, especially because that kind of thing is just something that winds up putting so much pressure on me. And then again, I make myself feel wrong that, oh God, now I have to schedule this interview. And what if I was busy this week and it would have been so much easier to do a solo show, but now I put myself basically into a corner because I said that I was only going to do interviews. And I said that we were only going to do interviews so unnecessarily. Like I didn't have to say that, right? And so I'm not perfect at this, trust me. Like I probably will, will do this again, but I'm always working on this where I'm just allowed myself to go with the flow and I don't have to again make these huge declarative statements saying that everything is going to be a certain way or this exact thing is going to happen when again I know that it winds up just feeling kind of I, I it makes me feel almost automatically trapped in this weird way right it makes me like let's say I would have wanted to go live for 60 days or I wanted to just do interviews that would have been fine but now all of a sudden when I have that thing hanging over my head that I can only do interviews it creates some weird type of resistance because you feel as though you're stuck in that box. And again, like, let's remember here, we're the boss, right? Like, like that's why we're doing what we're doing. We have businesses so that we can be the bosses and that we can write the rules and that we can change our minds. So the way in which so many of us so often try to discipline ourselves beyond what is helpful, and again, kind of like, like declare again, like I said, like, these rules or the way that things have to be and we wind up trapping only ourselves like the only good that it does or the only thing that it does is make us feel contained whereas like we're entrepreneurs to essentially not be contained to be creative and to do whatever we want right and so again i want to encourage you here that like you don't owe anybody any declarative statements. And, and similarly to the point that I said in the last episode, you're allowed to change your mind, right? You are allowed to change your mind. So own that piece of it and know that you don't have to say everything is going to be this way because you can, again, go with the flow. You can evolve. You can change the rules as you want to. And nobody, right? Nobody is looking to you to, again, stay stuck or to keep everything the same way. You're allowed to evolve, like I said, and go with the flow and like peel back layers and, and change things as you progress in your business. And you don't owe anybody any sort of black and white statements, right? For the most part, in terms of how things get to look or what's going to go down in the future. Okay. The next thing that I want to say is, you know, I think that when we are in our businesses, and I think this pertains to everything in our lives, but 
when we are emotional about something, we can't see it very clearly very often, right? We are so zoomed in. We are so close to it. We are so emotional again, because we want that outcome or we want certain things to work or we're afraid that we're not going to make money or we're afraid we're going to hurt something. We are so close to it that we can't really see the forest from the trees so often. We always have to zoom out when we're making business decisions because we want to make logical, strategic, intentional decisions versus decisions that are stemming from those emotions like we talked about what two episodes ago but so what I find happens is that people are about to change something in their business and let, let, let's just say it's their niche or let's just say it's their ideal client or let's just say it's you know the way that they're like they're doing only group programs moving forward they're not doing self-study programs anymore again just an example and because they're so zoomed into their business they feel as though it is this huge change they just feel like, oh my God, do I have to announce this to my audience that I'm not working with this kind of person anymore? Or do I have to tell everybody that this is going to be this? And the thing is, is that, and I don't think that anybody has ever said it to me intending to feel this way, but we're not the center of everybody else's universe, right? Like my audience, my people, most of you listening, many of you listening, right? You're my people. Like you enjoy what I have to say, I hope, right? That's why you're listening. Or you appreciate my message, all that. And so you pay attention to me. You check out what I'm selling from time to time. You look at what's going on. But if we look at the 24 hours in your day, Sarah Dan occupies a very, 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 very small part of what you have going on, right? The baby's crying, the, you know, the bills have to get paid, you have to do this webinar, so on and so forth. There are so many other things going on that what I'm doing in my business is while it might be something that you pay some attention to, it's not, again, the highlight, the spotlight of your life. And so my point is, is that I could be making this change in my business that I feel is enormous and big and scary and I'm weighing out all the options. And like, you could be a devoted listener and never fucking notice because you're not paying that, that, that much attention. You're not as zoomed into my business as I am. And so my point ultimately being is that I want you to recognize where when you're changing certain things and you're really in your head or you're really worried or you're frantic or you're stressing out about all the ways that it has to go, I want you to just give yourself the moment to like calm the fuck down and recognize what is and what isn't actually important what is a big deal and what isn't a big deal, right? I feel like I worked with Amanda Francis for a really long time. And I think that one of the greatest gifts she gave me is that she's really good at not making things out of things that are not things, right? She can very easily, like something that I would be like being dramatic about, she can very easily be like, like laugh it off and be like, that's not a thing. Like we, like we don't have to make that a problem. We don't have to make that an issue. And so I'm always trying to catch myself in how can I calm the fuck down around this? Like, is this actually a big deal? Is this actually an issue that, oh, I got the Instagram post, you know, an hour out, an hour later than I wanted it to. We can sit there and feel as though because it's our business, like we're freaking out about it. And it's like, 
like, actually, who gives a fuck? Like an hour later is an hour later. It's a non-issue. But again, like I said, when we're so zoomed in, sometimes we can't see those things clearly. And so I just want you with, with pivoting, but with everything, I just really want you to pay massive attention to where you're making something heavier than it actually needs to be. Because sometimes looking at it and just being like, huh, this doesn't have to be a thing and kind of laughing it off is it, it's such a great way to move through something. And I think that like a similar point here that I want to say is that, you know, I think that for so many of us, especially if you are, you know, somebody who is in the coaching space or again, like personal development, like you're doing the mindset work, you're doing the journaling, you're doing the, you know, shifting all of that. And I think that all of that is such beautiful, important work while at the same time, we can shift something without it requiring a big production, right? Without it requiring, you know, buying a course and journaling for the next 62 days. Sometimes we can just decide to let something go and it's not always that easy, but sometimes it can be that easy. And so I encourage you to push yourself a little bit to like, look at where can I let this go and where can I not make this that big of a deal? Cause there, again, there's going to be some things that you can't, but where you can allow that for yourself, right? The next thing that I want to say is that, you know, sacrifice is not required. Sacrifice, like struggling in the in-between, it's not required. And what I want to be clear about is that it doesn't mean that you're wrong if you are struggling, if you are having a moment where things are dipping a little bit, whether it's in momentum, whether it's in money, right? Like that happens sometimes. And it's not the end of the world unless you feel as though it's the end of the world. And so here's what I mean by that. Right now in our business, a lot of things have been changing and I'm trying to regain my footing essentially because I want to like rework the way that I've been doing things a bit without changing it so much that I'm massively uncomfortable or that I'm massively like, I don't want everything to feel so foreign as if like I, now all of a sudden I have a brand new business, but I know some things need to change. And so as I've been trying to put those puzzle pieces together and as I've been trying to put one foot in front of the other, we've definitely been making less money than we were last year. Like we're not on track for this year to hit a million dollars. And when I say that, let me just be very clear. We will absolutely positively make a million dollars. There's nothing in me that even doubts that for a moment. Like we're at about like, I think we're at about like 350 or four. I forget the exact number. We're somewhere in between there right now, 350,000 or 400,000 cash for the year at as June as I record this. And so not a bad year, right? Not a complaint at all, but are we as ahead as I would maybe ideally in a perfect world like to be? No, but here's the thing. It's not a situation where I'm launching things and they're failing and then I'm freaking out about why am I not getting the sale? We've just been moving more slowly this year as we, again, put the podcast together. There were a couple other things that went on. I relaunched a website. We relaunched the podcast. Like there's been a lot of behind the scenes work happening. I'm writing a book. And so I'm not freaking out about it, right? I'm like really clean about it. Okay, like we've been, again, moving some things around. We've been shifting all good. It's a non-issue. And I realized like one of the biggest things about why it's not an issue. And I think 2018 taught me this lesson so well is that let's just say if a launch didn't go well, let's just say if we had a bad month, whatever it is, the old version of me would freak the fuck out because I would think that, Oh my God, it's all downhill from here. We had a lower month. What's going to happen next month? What if we have a even worse month following it? 
and I would freak out thinking I had to build up the momentum again or that I had fucked something up, right? Now I see so clearly, this is one of the most important and valuable lessons that I've learned. And like, I want you to hear me when I say it. It's that now I see very clearly that I can lose momentum, right? I've, I've tried to tell myself or a, a while ago, I would try to tell myself things like you can't lose momentum. And it was, that was me trying to convince myself that that was true. And now I see so clearly that yes, I can lose momentum. I can lose momentum. If I were to take a month off, right, and literally not post on social media, do nothing, right, I of course would lose a little bit of momentum from the energetic perspective, from the perspective of the algorithm, like in a bunch of different ways, I would lose some momentum. But now what I know with every bone in my body is that I can pick up that momentum whenever the fuck I want to. Because I could take a whole month off and then I could come back with, you know, this plan and showing up in this way and this creative idea and this inspired new action. And I could fucking make more money in a month than I had made all the, the like the six months previous to it. Like truly, I believe that and I feel that so deeply. And so I really want you to embrace that because again, I see so many people who, you know, let's just say if we've got 12 months in a year and you want to make, I don't know, let's say $12,000 to keep the math simple. If you want to make $12,000 in 12 months and all of a sudden if by June you're not at, you know, your full $6,000, you tell yourself you can't possibly like make the, what you want to make in the rest of the month because you're behind. And it's just so not true. It's just so not true. These big quantum leaps, these big turnarounds, essentially these big pops of momentum can really happen at any given moment. And so I want you to understand here that like, if you're going and going and going in your business, and then all of a sudden you have a moment where maybe it's a little bit slower, maybe you're not as on track as you'd like to be. Maybe the momentum has fallen a little bit what's going to happen is you making it mean something and you freaking out about something that something is going to prolong the struggle. It's going to prolong that wonky moment in your business. Whereas if you just decide that like, this doesn't have to be a thing and I get to bounce back better than ever, bigger than ever, you can do that. Right? Because again, I think that sometimes in business, we have a really hard time understanding that by slowing down is actually going to be the thing that allows us to speed up. Because here's why I say it that way, because I want to be so clear. I see some people when they want to change things, it's this vibe of let's go back to the drawing board. Let's change everything. Let's throw everything out. And it winds up being this very dramatic process. And I find that people who do that, they do that over and over again. It's not a one-time thing. It's like a, every single time something doesn't feel good, they want to kind of romanticize this whole different business that they're going to have next week because they, they, they're not happy with the way that things are feeling. And so they want it to feel good. And so they want to, again, throw everything out and completely go back to the drawing board and change it all. And so that happening once, twice, whatever in your business is not, is a non-issue. Whereas again, the problem is when that happens all the time. And so my point is, is that if you do that from time to time, if you have a moment where you're like, I'm unhappy and some things need to get rearranged. And in that moment where you're slowing down, you know, again, you're, you're moving the puzzle pieces around, you're changing some things 
in those moments, that might be a moment where you're not making as much money. That might be a moment where the momentum drops a little bit. But again, you're doing that. You're slowing down with the intention to speed up. You're slowing down with the intention of knowing that, okay, but I can speed it back up when I want to. I can pick this back up when I want to. I'm taking this break. I'm going back to the drawing board for a bit in a really intentional and purposeful way versus doing that from a place of fear or versus a place uh, from a place of lack, right? And so I hope you're hearing me here that you can change things in your business, right? And you can slow down in your business if that's what's required, right? If that's what's if that's what's needed in order to figure out your next steps, you can take a pause, you can take a break and it doesn't have to be a big deal. It doesn't have to be a thing where you've lost all this money or even if you have, again, slowed down and lost some money for a little bit, it doesn't mean that it has to stay that way. It doesn't mean all of a sudden we're coming back with like all of this pressure and all of this anxiety and all of this, you know, like weight on our shoulders, essentially feeling like, oh God, like I fucked up over the past month. Like I've really got to get this together. The more you're calm about it. And I know that that's an annoying thing to say when you're not calm, but like the more you choose calm in those moments and you choose to have fun and you choose to like really brainstorm what would feel so exciting and so good and so enjoyable. And you put all your momentum and energy behind that and then wind up again, blowing up, you know, the next month, three times what you would have made if you were staying on this path of doing things the way you didn't want to do them. Right. And so ultimately I want you to understand here that you can take a moment to change things in your business, to switch gears in your business, and you can choose that there is not going to be any struggle or any sacrifice just because you slowed down a bit. And even if there is a little bit of slowdown, even if there is a little bit of sacrifice, quote unquote, in the sense that like you're making less money, it doesn't have to be that big de- big of a deal. You can make that sacrifice again, quote unquote, purposeful and intentional and worth it by, again, slowing down to speed up right? Knock their socks off once you've figured things out the way that you want them to be. Again, do it purposely and intentionally versus feeling as though you're stopping and starting all the time. Okay. And then the final thing that I want to say is, oh, this is cheesy and this is corny, but it's, it's everything. It's everything. And it takes a while, I think, to get this. But the truth is like, I view this as a factual truth. And that is that when you go all in, you win. And I didn't realize that rhymed until I said it out loud. It sounds like a little, like a, a poster they give elementary school kids, but that's fine. When you go all in, you win. Like we talked about a couple episodes ago, when you make decisions, I think it's really, 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 really important that you stick to those decisions, that you believe in those decisions, Right? And so you can't say to yourself, like if you've been, if you've been doing something one way for a really long time, and then all of a sudden you decide to change something, right? Change it in a big way. And you essentially, again, like end, end the old way of doing things, but then you enter into the new way of doing things in doubt mode in wondering if you fucked up mode, in like this this mistake energy, feeling like I might have fucked this up. Did I fuck this up? Or this uncertain energy. You're going to probably struggle. 
Whereas when you look forward and say, this is the way that things are going to go moving forward and that's it, that's final, there, there's no other conversation and you just choose to believe and to trust that that is the way that it's going to go and you don't entertain the option of it not working, that is when you will win. That is when you will win. And I understand that that is not the easiest thing to do. And that absolutely requires work on your end and practice on your end. But at the end of the day, if you are doubting that you can get the thing that you want, it's going to be just difficult for you to remain sane attempting to go after it, right? And again, you're going to have that wonky energy where you're going back, where you're, you know, thinking that you have to like unfuck something that you fucked up, right? Like, okay, I made this mistake or I, I got rid of this thing and maybe I shouldn't have done that. I'm going to keep thinking it over and I'm going to keep thinking about going back to it. And, you know, like, again, this energy of backwards, essentially, it's a backwards energy. We're going back instead of facing forward. I want you to understand here that again, it's always forward. It's always forward. We have no other choice, right? It's only forward. We can't, we can't, we don't have time machines. We have to go forward. And so if you are making the choice to change things in your business and you are saying that this is the way that I want things to go moving forward, it is your job, literally, I feel like it is your job to then say, okay, this is the way that it's working and not doubting it is priority number one. Not doubting it is priority number one. And I know that this can be a hard thing to wrap your brain around as well sometimes, especially when you're emotional about certain outcomes. But what I always say is that, you know, when I uh, started my business, right? I was broke. I mean, you've heard that before. I was broke. Like literally, like I remember my phone almost getting turned off, like things like that, right? Like I needed the money. There was no other choice. That's why when I did my first webinar, when I did, you know, like when I, when I launched my coaching business for the first month, whatever it was, that is why I made money because there was no other choice. There was no other option. There was no time to hesitate. There was no time to second guess. It had to go that way. There was no other option. And so again, I see people who maybe they have, again, the spouse that makes money, or maybe they have the full-time job. And because they have that safety net, it becomes a little bit easier to hesitate, right? It becomes a little bit easier to let in the struggle, to allow the struggle because it's not so do or die, right? Whereas again, when it feels like there's no other option, you're going to be less likely to find problems. You're going to be less likely to like overanalyze what might be wrong for two weeks because you just have to move. You just have to go. You just have to move forward, right? And so it's the same thing with all of this that if you are allowing in space for struggle, if you are allowing in time and energy to second guess yourself, right? Or if you're allowing the doubt to creep in, it's not shocking that you're not going full force in the direction of what you really want because again, there is so much static there. Whereas like if you entered into this new way of doing things as like this is do or die, this is going to work and that's all there is to it. And like, I, sure, are there reasons that maybe it couldn't work? Sure, maybe, but like we're gonna like flick those away like it's like a bug. Like we're gonna just like get those out of our way because sure, I could think about those things, but like, 
I've decided that this is the way that things are going to go. And like, that's the only option. That's the only choice there is. And so I'm not even allowing myself to entertain the concept that again, hesitation, doubt, static could creep in and struggle could creep in because there's no option, right? So again, when you mentally go all in, when you mentally believe fully that this is the way that things are going to go and then I'm going to act accordingly, you win. And so I want you, if you are in a place where this is kind of a struggle right now, let, let this, this applies to so many things, but like, let's just say you are launching something and you are like, I wanna make $10,000, whatever. If you were like, I am making $10,000 and like, I am not even allowing the, the doubt or anything else to even enter into my space, it might be halfway through the launch and maybe you've only made, I don't know, $2,000. If you are doubting or if you are believing that, you know what, $10,000 was a big goal, I, I, I might not be able to do it anyway. That's when you're going to kind of allow yourself to maybe feel bad about what's going on. Maybe you're gonna stop taking action because you feel a little bit defeated. Whereas if you instead go all in on, no, I am making $10,000. And if that means that I have to knock on every door in my state, if that means that I have to go live extra, if that means I have to change the offer a little bit, if that means that I have to extend the deadline, if that means that I have to reach out to some people, if that means that I have to offer my friend an affiliate fee so that she could share the program, that's all there is to it. But I want you to hear where the, I just gave you those options about what else you can do. I want you to recognize where those options don't come to you, right? When you've accepted defeat, the options, the ideas only come to you when you're in this troubleshooting mode of no, I'm making the $10,000. So how can I make this possible? Where again, when you doubt, when you decide that maybe you couldn't make that $10,000, you, you find yourself taking your foot off the gas not showing up or showing up in a more defeated energy and you've allowed like the air essentially to get like like popped out of your tires because you've kind of taken your belief out of it right and your job your most important job in so much of this is believing is believing in the outcome that you want i'm not saying that believe it and it'll come true like that's not the way that i'm talking to you but I'm talking to you from the very practical perspective of you believing something is going to happen is going to guide your actions and your actions need to reflect that you believe you're about to get the thing that you want, right? Your actions need to reflect the fact that you believe you're about to get what you want. It can't be the opposite way. It can't be the opposite thing. It's like, again, like if you go into a date, let's just say, and you are already deciding that this person hates you and is unattracted to you, all these things, like how is that date possibly gonna go well? You're gonna show up like hiding essentially, right? Like you're not gonna show up as your most confident, your best self. Whereas if you believe that it's gonna go fantastically, you're gonna show up as your best self and maybe it doesn't go as well as you wanted it to, but you're gonna be a hell of a lot better off than if you were already deciding that it was a complete failure and waste of a night, right? So again, your job is to believe. And I really do believe myself that when you do this, when you go all in, when you choose to believe that the outcome that you want is yours and you act accordingly, 
you win, like truly, truly, truly. And I said this uh, not long ago to some clients, but I was like, can you really look at an example or a moment in your life where you can honestly say that you went all in and you lost? Like, I really feel like, I'm sure there's going to be examples for some of you, of course, but I really feel like in most women that I speak to, like, again, like I'm not talking to lazy women. I'm talking to women who are driven, who are motivated, who, you know, are those people that are achievers, right? If I'm talking to those women, they have for the most part succeeded in life, right? Like they're the people who got the good SAT scores, like they, they, whatever, like they had a mission, they had a challenge in front of them and they rose to it. And I really feel like a lot of times when I speak to people who had quote unquote, a failed launch, whatever it is, I think most of the time we can honestly look at the fact that like, well, we didn't give it our all from the beginning. And I don't mean that like giving it our all in the sense of like somebody didn't work hard or whatever it is, but like they didn't commit to being like to believing the entire time. Or maybe again, they took their foot off the gas in the middle of it because they were freaking out. Meaning I'm saying that in that way because it's not like, it's not something to beat yourself up over. We all have those moments. But again, my point is, is that if we're being honest with ourselves, we can probably look at the fact that if we've gone all in on something, we didn't lose. Those moments in our lives where whatever it is we wanted, if when we went all in, we didn't lose. And so I want you to believe that this just gets to be another thing that you get to go all in on and win on. Because again, if you believe it, it's a fuck of a lot more likely to happen. And especially if we're talking about changing gears and shifting in your business, like the practical stuff, the taking action, all of that is so important. I am not gonna sit there and tell you it's not important, but you believing you believing, I'm going to say it again, you believing that you can have the outcome that you want is priority number one. It's the first thing that has to be in line each and every day, each and every morning, because that's going to dictate the actions and the steps. That's going to dictate the strategy. You don't have much of a strategy without belief. You don't have anything solid working for you if you don't believe that the thing you're trying to do is going to be yours, right? So again, believing as, as hard as that can be sometimes, especially when you're in an uncomfortable of a thing as pivoting, I know that it's not easy, but it has to be the priority in my experience, in my opinion, because again, everything else will be difficult to have fall in line without that leading first. Okay. I hope that was helpful. Rate, subscribe, share all the things. Um, and I'll talk to you next episode. Bye.